Hello there. What's up? My name is Nate. You're listening to Life Tips Podcast. Welcome. Everyday life topics with advice and tips for becoming a better you. This show is all about self-improvement. Each episode is unique to whatever you're going through, and it doesn't matter your youth or gender. Everyone can benefit. But the reality is that nobody is perfect. There's always going to be downfall with rising, and there's something to improve upon every single day. So if you want to make changes in your life, then follow along, and I'll help you take yesterday's mistakes and master them for a new tomorrow. Let's get started. All right, before we get started with this episode today, if you are brand new to Life Tips, thank you, thank you, thank you. I look forward to uh, impacting your life and I pray that you take something that I've said to heart, jot it down in your notes, on your phone, in your notepad, wherever, and just plan to apply it to your life. If you are a current or faithful listener of the show who have been with us since day one, welcome back. Excited to continue this journey with you, and we hope that you continue to enjoy the show as you always do. All right, let's get started. What's up, world? Welcome back to Life Tips Season 6. I'm your host. Nate, and I am an inspirational speaker. Now, Wednesday is the season finale of Life Tips Season 6. So, today, we are featuring the last guest for Season 6 of the show. So, it's been just a pleasure to use my gift as an inspirational speaker to inspire all of you this season. And I look forward to closing out on Wednesday. But in the meantime, to finish off the guest list for the first season of 2021, here is the last guest of the season. I'm going to introduce you to her now. Here on Life Tips Podcast, it's been my pleasure to host a wide variety of guests from all over the U.S. and the world. And this season... It has been a pleasure to host a wide variety of guests from all over the U.S. and the world. And we're looking forward to continuing that in Season 7. But for Episode 13, today's guest is truly a royal woman. I've got my friend Christian C. Tirada with me from Syracuse, New York. She's a minister of the gospel, teacher in the education system, in school herself, pursuing a collegiate degree at State University of New York. She's a best friend to Kay from Kay's Corners, whom we had in season four. Christian is the wife of Nelson Toronto, and she is a powerful woman of God. 
Christian is the owner of ChristianCToronto.com, her website, which is linked in the show notes below. So to close out the guest list for season six, I brought her on for an empowering final episode that will launch all women and men into what's left of 2021 with power and with conviction. So without further ado, let's welcome Christian onto the show for the first time ever. Hey, hey, I'm here with my homie Christian, and I'm so excited. It's bittersweet because this is the last episode of the season, but it's exciting because, well, (laughs) we get to talk to the, we get to talk to the royal women today, and um, yeah, so just to get the show going um yeah introduce yourself tell us a little bit about yourself etc etc well my name is christian fanservato i am a wife i'm a sister i'm an educator and i am the host of the women are royalty podcast where we have raw conversations with the real women who walk according to a royal standard so I'm really excited to be on my homie's podcast today. It's really awesome. I'm honored to actually be on here. One um, life tips is really cool, and yeah, I'm just really grateful to be on here and speak not only about myself but about you know um, who who God has called me to be. Right? Yeah. So so yeah, and I'm a minister as well. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yes, this is gonna be so good. Speaking of that, um. When did you, well, see, for those of y'all who know what this is like, there's the day you get saved, and then there's the day you actually begin your walk with Christ. So, yeah. Um, Do you even remember the day? I know you remember when you first started your walk with Christ, but do you even remember, like, the day that you got saved, saved? Were you a kid when that happened? I was probably 15, so that's probably 20. Oh, wow. 10. I was a, a baby. Decade, a um, decade honestly, ago. Honestly, if I'm really honest, thinking, about, thinking back now, I was very in, I was in tune with like the religiosity of church. Mm. So going to a lot of like, you know, youth conferences and things of that nature, it was kind of like, um, it was expected of you to be saved. Um, in the sense that, okay, everyone else is saved, so I might as well get saved too. Now, I remember walking up um, to confess salvation, and what's, what's, what's funny is how God even uses the things we do in um, naivete, so to speak, um, but we actually meant what we were doing, right? So in, in my heart of hearts, I meant that I wanted to be saved, but um, I was doing it out of almost like a routine. So um, I was about 15 years old. I walk up for all on the line, and this guy's like, did, did you come up to confess salvation? I'm just like, yeah, I guess so. Sure, I did. I'm like, yes, maybe, sort of, kind of, I don't know, but yeah. Um, But like you said, we have the day we get saved, and then we have the day when we actually 
encounter Jesus Christ, encounter his presence and understand, okay, this is, I, I decided, I have, a, I have made a personal decision, a choice to give my life to Christ. And that was about when I was 18 years old. Um, so a few years later, um, I really kind of like understood what that meant. And I said, oh, oh yeah, you're, you're the lordship of my life. Now I look to you as authority, right? Um, but I think sometimes we get, especially when you grow up in church culture, you get no church etiquette. <laughs> you grow up and you assume that like, okay, salvation is just, you don't see it for the weightiness that it holds. You just see it as, okay, everybody's safe. But um, yes, yeah, so when you when you realize that salvation has so much, so much weight and there's so much power in being saved, um, you really take, it's, let me put it this way. Because once again, I, I'm a minister, evangelist, walking into evangelism, right? So I'm not gonna say that like, okay, don't like, don't do it quickly because I'm evangelist. Everybody needs to get saved. Everybody needs mama needs to get saved, right? But at the same time, you don't want to do it haphazardly and just say, I just want to give my life to Because you're walking into something that I mean, Yes, say you want to get saved, but like, just know he's going to like turn your whole life upside down, which is a good thing. Be prepared for that. <laughs> it's coming. But like, um, as as maybe, just to get back on your question, because you know, I can go off on tangents forever, um, <laughs> forever, especially when it comes to salvation. Um, and then we can get into sanctification and glorification. We can get all that justification. But when we're hitting on salvation, right? See, look at me. <laughs> salvation. Um, yeah, I think we really should take, take into account, um, all of the knowledge, everything that comes with that before we really kind of like just make the decision. That's with anything, but especially when giving your life to Christ, um, make it, it's better to make it now than never, <laughs> honestly, um, because he will truly change your life for the better. I must sound like a really old church going late right now but i tried him for myself and i can <laughs> i can tell you he he never fails so yeah <laughs> wow oh my goodness yeah like i just i always thought that salvation was just a get out of hell free card and then that was it and yeah, yeah that's it, how you sad because that's how some people preach him right they preach jesus it's like okay you get Jesus and you're not going to hell and you're not going to die, eternal damnation. And I'm just like, yeah, that's great and all, but Jesus also loves you. Like, he literally wants to wants you to spend eternity with him. Like, that's that's the reason why <laughs> you should be saved. He died for you. Like, all of those other things, yeah, it's great. No one wants to go to hell, right? They should it. Hell's not a good place. It's a real place. Let me put that. Let me put that out there too. It's a real place. Dirty mm -hmm. is gnashing your teeth, waiting for you to go. Mm -hmm. So what I'm saying is like, as you were saying, like the, the gospel should not be presented to others as a get out of hell free card. It's a this is life and life more abundantly free card. You kind of want this. You want in on this. You want to get on the winning team. <laughs> so yeah. And so, as you all probably heard once or twice or thrice, Christian is uh, a, a minister. Now, uh, I have had plenty of uh, 
you know, I've had, I've had, you know, we've all, you all remember that I've had my, you know, church fam on the show before. And of course, you know, always had to ask these questions to them, but I definitely want to get Christian's perspective because um, being a minister is, is not easy. And also being, uh, being a woman in church culture is not easy because so much of church culture is dominated by men. I just want to point that out. Stun. There was a time, there was a time where, you know, women were strongly, I'll say strongly held back from being pastors and ministers and elders, et cetera, et cetera. Because again, we all had this idea that that was a man's place in the church. Everybody wanted to quote the famous, uh, what is it? Uh, I think it's the famous first Timothy passage, you know, with, you know, the, the, the list and standards of how God expects the church to operate. And it's like, um, y'all, we are in a whole new time zone now. God is using any and everybody now. So, and I'm glad yeah. you pointed that out because mm-hmm. we were just talking about this a while back. Um, <laughs> our our church friend, right? Okay. And I'm a, I'm gonna, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to just like get on this. On this Go ahead. Because if we're talking about this verse, I'm pretty sure I know which one you're talking about. Um, that women should keep quiet in the church, right? And yep, so it's that one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Generations, like generations, um, tr- in an attempt, which is really demonic, honestly. We're not even going to go there. But, did you call me a demon? Yes, I did. Um, because it's been used for generations to try to stifle the voices of women that God is trying to use mm-hmm. in culture, mm-hmm. not only to in that in in that culture, right, and to um to do bring him to people that men can't really talk to, right. So at the same point, um, just because I like history, I call myself a semi-certified historian, not really, mm-hmm. but I love history. And so just the historical context of that scripture, he was literally talking to a specific church. I'm trying to remember if it was the church of Corinth. I can't remember. But it was Probably was. Mm-hmm. And what happened was in the church, there were um, there were like sorcerers, like women who were. Yep. Mm-hmm. I remember it now. Mm-hmm. Um, demonic things, right? Mm-hmm. So they were they were coming into the church and they were creating a lot of chaos. And so women were like jumping up and saying stuff because there were all these other demonic issues happening at the time, and it's just like, okay, um, yeah, no, y'all need to sit down. That that's basically what they were saying. He wasn't saying like you can never teach in the church ever. Like don't preach, don't speak, don't talk. He was, that was not what he was saying. What he was saying was that okay, this is demonic. You shouldn't allow this to happen. Don't mm-hmm. let them speak in your church. But we don't take that and say, oh, women should never teach ever, ever, like ever, like never, like no, never, not no, what, no, never. And God's like, he looking like, so my purposes, my plans, the book in heaven that I've written your life in, it doesn't apply to them. <laughs> like I created them for you. Like y'all can, y'all can, Adam. Was in the garden like huh? He had to get eat. So like what happened? <laughs> so like so I think sometimes we can look um so so culturally at the Bible 
when the Bible has its own cultural context that it was mm-hmm. written in, mm-hmm. the time period that it was written in. And yes, we take things out of the Bible. And they are obviously for the time period that we're living in, right? But we have ever so careful to not take the Bible and relate its cultural mm-hmm. um, narrative to the one that we're living in with us. Sometimes that it, it don't work like that. And then, and then, it, and I like the Bible, right? So then we get into the whole thing of, um, well, we're going to take one verse and not look at the verses above it or the verses after it. We're just going to, I don't like the uh, bite marks at the Bible. Like, sell bites at the Bible. I'm not saying. You just take one little verse and it's like, oh, this is the one. Just like, wait, <laughs> can we get it in full context? Mm-hmm. Full context and I know, and I know we're going. No, it's okay. It's fine. And I, I know we're going off on, I know we're going off on a tangent here, uh, but I really wanted to like get into this quickly before we, uh, mm-hmm. before we move forward. Um, but I'll, I'll actually save this for, for later because it's very interesting and it relates to, it relates to something that uh, that Christian's wearing on her finger right now. So I'm going to uh, save that for later. But uh, at cl- as you can clearly tell by listening to Christian's, uh, you know, excitement and passion, she's clearly an educator, clearly in the education system. She's a teacher by profession. She's in school studying, you know, for her bachelor's degree i believe and yeah so tell us about that like was that the plan to just graduate high school and become a teacher and then you know get your degree did you want to go to college after high school like how did it all work like leading up to like so, yeah <laughs> so i'm glad you asked me this question because for a long time, I hated this testimony. I never wanted to talk about it ever, like ever. But um, the Lord has really pushed me to kind of like, you know, just not be scared to tell my story. So I was like that kid in high school. Like I was the A plus straight A. Like don't, in in most of my classes, now don't get me wrong, math and science were like not my strong suits. Why they put me in pre-calculus? I don't know, but like, you know, they do stuff like that. And I, and it's funny you asking that because I, I had to, for my job, I had to like share my high school records. And I'm looking mm. at it and I'm just like, wow. 2012 Christian was a totally different person. <laughs> because I went off to college um, right after high school. Okay. I school up north of Buffalo State. Okay. Two years. Didn't do okay. so well, but I'm really I'm in a place now where I'm just like I don't think the Lord's not there, so I can meet my husband. We're gonna get on that later, but yeah, that was one of the main reasons why I went to Buffalo State. But um, I love my time there. I just don't think I was um settled in a place where I can like focus on school, right? And so then I'm working. I'm working. I wasn't working as a TA at this time. I was working or in the education field whatsoever at this time. I was working probably like at Macy's, doing some odd jobs here, there, whatever. And then my father, who had worked in the district I'm currently working in for, I think at that time, maybe 25, almost going on 30 years. Um, he explained to me that like, oh, well, I think you should get into education. I'm just like, I've always 
going to be a teacher, but I don't have a degree. My dad's like, start off as a DA. Work your way up. It's okay, Christian. You got this. And so I'm like, okay, Dad, sure. And so, and so, um, my mom is my mom and my father. They they support my dreams. They love me very much. So that that's really been really a great support system as well as my boyfriend at the time, who is not my husband, but my boyfriend at the time <laughs> was very supportive, right? And so I think um, going into that, I, I began working there as a teaching assistant, which I currently still am, certified teaching assistant in special education, right? And so I'm currently a program teaching assistant. Um, at the school that I work in, shout out to the Dean Dine Champs. Um, and I, I love, I love my job. I love working with um, students with special needs. Mm-hmm. Um, at, first, at first, it was very, um, it, it tested my patience. <laughs> the Lord really tested my patience. And I'm just like, Lord, I don't know if I can do this. And what what really happened truly is that I fell in love with with the kids I was working with. I fell in love with the profession. I fell in love with like just seeing them. Like I love the light bulb moment where kids just like, boom, I get it. I'm just like, yes, you get it. Yay, right? And so I think sometimes um you can you can fall into the purpose that God has for you, right? And obviously God has and I've realized this as I've um as I've grown in my walk with God. As I think Sometimes we just, we think we have this one set thing that God has called us to do. No, we can't do anything else outside of this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, this is your purpose, but there's also this, and there's also this. Mm-hmm. All right? Mm-hmm. So with all of that, it's um, very important to just, like, you know, see where God is pushing you into, right? So my education, we teaching, we teaching students who um, need a little extra help, Right? It causes me to not only be patient, but to learn to, um, what's the word I can't use for? It's caused me to learn to fix my, um, the way I teach to, um, mm. to help them learn better, right? Mm-hmm. So even in ministry, that, that ties into ministry. Okay, I have to fix the way I teach to learn those who are getting my message, to help those who are getting my message learn what I'm talking about mm-hmm. in the way in which they can receive it. And so everything that God has us to do, it all kind of like, ties into each other even if we don't see it or not so but yeah i'm currently in school getting a bachelor's degree in criminal justice um that sounds kind of crazy right because oh that's good but hold hold you here we go so i'm getting my degree in criminal justice because there's a program that i really want to get into i'll try to tell my clothes out there but it's a program that i really want to get into um for a master's degree where i can get my jd um alongside my master's degree alongside a certificate of advanced study. So it's going to be, it's all going to work out together. It's really, it has a lot to do with disability studies and helping students and becoming an advocate for students who need um, extra help. With what I see a lot in um, districts across the nation is that they don't get the services that they desperately need. So that is my goal um, because I truly love helping students um, with disabilities get what it is that they need. And so, yeah. Ooh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. As soon as she said criminal justice, I just pictured Christian out there kicking butt, taking names, protecting the community, you know, being on her Wonder Woman grind. I do that in the spirit realm, though. I kick Mm -hmm. demons. I try to release. Right. Right. I'll I'll, I'll kick a demon. I'll shoot him. He can go somewhere. 
Seeing all his little amens. He can mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh my yeah. goodness. Wow. <laughs> so y'all, we're gonna take a quick commercial break, but when we come back, oh, it's on. It is so on. Like the rest of the questions are gonna be fire. It's on and popping when we come back. So yeah, give us about three minutes and then we'll come back. This episode of Life Tips Podcast is sponsored by... I'm the host of the Women Are Royalty Podcast, where we have raw conversations with real women who walk according to a royal standard. You can find my show, Women Are Royalty, on Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, and iHeartRadio. Um, which is really excited. I was really excited when it when they dropped on iHeartRadio. So yes, you can find it on iHeartRadio, have a podcast, Spotify podcast, wherever you listen to your podcast. Hey, hey, everybody! It's Nate, your inspirational speaker slash host. I have exciting, 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 exciting news! Oh my goodness! So. You'll notice that on anchor.fm backslash life tips, there is a dollar sign right next to our intro. Right next to the picture that houses our name. Listen on Spotify is there. Dollar sign support is there as well as message. The dollar sign support means that you can now financially support life tips podcast yourself big news so if you love this podcast so much and you want to keep it going and you want me to stay on the air with you all like yeah there you go all you and the best part about this is it's not tied to sponsors sponsorship is a whole different thing This is not tied to sponsors. Now, one could argue, probably should have turned that on months ago, but year one was all about being free and being accessible. Year two is where the moolah portion of podcasting comes in. Pretty cool strategy, huh? So yeah, you can support Life Tips Podcast yourself. And if you'd like to do that, just click the dollar sign and boom. So in order to see the dollar sign, just go to www.anchor.fm backslash life tips. That's all you got to do. Once you get there, the dollar sign will be there and you will be able to financially contribute thank you thank you and once again thank you boom back live okay so you're probably wondering how in the world did you two meet so christian and i met on a, a group chat it was via friend group 
on Instagram that was forged last year in 2020 during the height of the pandemic. And if you can believe it, <clears throat> we're coming up on the one year anniversary of the, oh, the whole friend group chat thing being forged. It literally happened in March. Oh, wow. Of, yeah, I know. Literally happened in March of 2020. And we went from Instagram to the to our phones and then to Clubhouse and well, yeah, we're everywhere now. So we can talk about Clubhouse a little bit later. Oh yeah, oh yeah, we'll talk about Clubhouse later because it's just been a blessing in disguise. Melodies from heaven. Um, (laughs) we're not gonna go there. (laughs) Not gonna go there. Um, well, see, there was that time during one of our group chats that Christian did play a little bit of Melodies from Heaven, and we all just, you know, started singing, and it was just like, oh, yay, but, um, anyway, uh, as you heard me mention in my pre-recorded bio, which you'll, if you'll eventually get to hear it when it's live, um, but yes, I pre-recorded christian's bio so that y'all would you know so y'all would know but um kalia is christian's best friend her female best friend and of course her and of course her dude best friend is obviously her husband We, we all know that um but friendship yeah seeing as we're coming up on one year of friendship i figured we'd talk about it a little bit like y'all Christian is just Christian is just amazing, y'all. Like she gives the best Aww. she gives the best advice. Um she definitely has that it's like I have a third sister almost. Like she definitely is like she definitely has that that younger sister vibe, you know. Even though she's not She's she she gives off an older sister vibe, even though she's the younger sister, but still. Um yeah. yeah, like Christian's such an amazing like person. Like I'm glad we met. Aww, so you. um I just hope that when this is all over and I actually make it to Syracuse that um yeah, I just hope y'all have a whole sk- well, I, I I'm not gonna say that because I already know. The second I land in Syracuse, because Christian's an educator, she got schedules and stuff planned, so she's probably gonna have a whole list of. Yeah, um, I want to burst your bubble right there. Oh no, sir! My husband. Now he's the planner. He is okay. A well, n- well, Nelson will probably have a whole list of places to to take me and and restaurants that I should try when I get up to Syracuse oh, and yeah, Christian. And, no, no, oh boy. That's not <laughs> Sorry, guys. Oh I always tell them, I feel like the Lord put me in the middle of them for a reason because I am the like spontaneous, just do whatever kind of person. And they're like, Christian, now, <laughs> now. And I'm just like, I get it from my husband, then I turn, I get it from my best friend. I'm just like, you know what? It's okay. It's all right. I mean, all right. As long, okay, well, we can go skydiving when I get up there. Since you want to be so spontaneous, okay. 
not spontaneous enough to jump out of plane. Hmm. Okay. No. I'm not crazy enough to do it. Not doing it. No. Okay. Wow. But yes. Um. Tell us a little bit about you know being best friends with Kalia all these years, having Nelson as a best friend, oh. and you know. I don't are, know. I and then. Yeah. And then yeah, like. What life tips or advice do you have for everybody regarding friendship? I know y'all probably like, where are the life tips? They're coming. How important is it to surround yourself with, you know, friends and people in one's walk with Christ? Because a lot of Christians, excuse me, there are a lot of Christians that just be like, oh, it's just me and God. Don't need the church. Don't need church community. We good. Uh, No, let's let the minister do her thing. Oh, amen. So, just to just to talk about my friendship with Kalia, it's really funny. So, uh, and it's funny that you said that your last thing about like it's just me and God, right? Because before I became friends with her, um, for for a season, it really felt like that. It really felt like it was just me and the Lord, and I loved it. I would just have my little Bible studies, just like I, we were both going to the same school at the time, um, community college. To back up, I did go to community college and get my associate's degree in humanities and social sciences. But um, we were both at the same community college at the time, and we're just, I'm, I'm just doing my own little thing. And then one day, I think I'm heading to class, I want to get something to eat, I don't know. And I hear Kalia with our, both of our friends at the time, um, and our friends still, they were having like a Bible study. And all I heard was Jesus, not that, oh, I love Jesus. I heard Jesus. They they got love Jesus too. So I I literally walked over and I sat down next to him. I said, I heard Jesus. Do you guys love Jesus? Because I love Jesus. And it was just like it was just, it was it was really weird because I didn't know any of them. But I was just like, okay, if you love Jesus, I love Jesus. We family, period. Right. And so and so we our friendship developed from there, and it was just like I I knew instantly. Okay, this this woman's gonna be in my life for a while. Although I put her through some, listen, <laughs> I wasn't always, <laughs> I wasn't always a candy I'm mature enough to say that now, right? I was still learning because in a lot of my friendships, they were very surface level, right? And so mm-hmm. learning mm-hmm. to have friendships um, or friendship, not saying that I didn't have deep friendships, I did, but I didn't have friendships that were orchestrated by God at the, at mm-hmm. the time, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, um, Having a friend that really was like orchestrated from God and like given to me a divine appointment in that season of my life, I didn't know what to do with that. I'm like, why? What is this, right? And so, and so I had a lot of stuff still set in me um, that I needed to get eradicated. But before that was done, I was just doing stuff, and I didn't really know how to be a friend at the time. Um, and so I really hurt clients in, in in a lot of ways. And Lord would like really have to help me he really had to teach me what it was like to be a friend mm-hmm. um and so i'm grateful to say she didn't give up on me i also have to thank her mama because there were a lot of times callie wanted <laughs> just <laughs> bye Jesus, i don't want to be a friend of mine. and i'm really grateful um and i think her mom, yeah that was for real for real um that's like her, because i was i was not the greatest of um, I was very selfish, and so I think just seeing how that has really kind of like matured me, I had a lot of maturing to do. 
Um, and even what you were talking about earlier about like sometimes you said I'm the little sister, I'm the big sister. In in the relationship that me and Kalia have, I'm older, but it's she's very much the more mature person. Mm. Um, in the sense that she 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 is like the voice of a reason for me. Like she's very mm-hmm. level headed. And she's like, it's like, yes, I, I need that advice. Right. And so I think um our, our relationship, our friendship has really grown. She's truly my best friend. Um, I truly like every day I think about her because she's just really like put in and uh, just to answer your life tips question as well, I'll give a couple life tips here on the Life Tips podcast. Um, there's there's something to be said about having people around you who will push you into your destiny. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember vividly. I remember. Wow, I'm not about to sign this podcast. I'm not about to do it. I remember vividly. Um, <laughs> sitting with her at a desk at our at our college, and she asked me. She said, "What is the vision that the Lord has given you for ministry?" And I'm just like, "What are you talking about? I'm not even minister. What do you mean? What ministry? What?" She's like, "Hear from the Lord and write down what He tells you." I'm just like, "Okay, sis. What else do I have to do right now?" So I did it. And I kid, I kid you not, I wrote down the words, women are royalty, right? And I'm sitting there and I'm just like, what is, what is gonna, what, what are we gonna do with this? And I had no idea what it was gonna turn into. And for a very long time, I sat on it. I was like, women are royalty, war, because we like, we bought some wars, we're warring against Satan. I'm just like, what is, what is this? What are we doing with this? And um, my husband, um, I remember, I just, I think it was in passing. I told him, I think I want to start a podcast. Boom. I said it. And it was it was just like nothing. Did nothing with it for like a year or two. He goes out and buys a Yeti mic. I'm just like. <laughs> my husband goes, remember that podcast that you wanted to make? I'm just like, <laughs> I did. Did I, did I really say that? I did. And so having people <laughs> around you who truly like push you into the purpose that God has called you to walk in is really important. Um, there's also something to be said about people who aren't afraid to tell you no or to tell you that you're wrong. Like it is so important to have people around you that will tell you that you're wrong. Like sis, you're going crazy right now. But ask yourself, you're wrong in this because it's too mature you it's to grow you into the person that God has called you to be. If all you have around you are yes people who tell you everything you do is great and you have there's nothing wrong with you and yeah sure do that go ahead like go to that party and treat out the cake like do all you want and it's like are you sure those are the people you're supposed to have in your life right so and and I love this and I love this for my mom and really my grandma too not not everyone um can not everyone in your life should be given the title of friend. Mm. A lot of times we we so haphazardly use that word. We call everybody our friend. Um, and and even if we look at it from a biblical standpoint, God looked, wow, that's that's the word. Um, God looked at his 12, right? Yeah, this it. And so he looked, he looked at his 12 and he said, I no longer call you servants, I'll call you friends. We have that close of a relationship, whereas you're no longer just a servant of mine. I now have given you the title mm-hmm. of friend, right? Mm-hmm. It's important mm-hmm. to me. And I, 
and even even in our relationship with God now, it's we when we become children of God, we're not necessarily His friend, right? Mm-hmm. And He was getting into this like yesterday, actually. <laughs> he gave me this yesterday, so it's totally funny that I'm talking about it now. That um, you know, when we become children of God, when we are saved, we're talking about salvation earlier, right? When we're saved, we become a child of the Most High God. Mm-hmm. We we're learning to walk in His ways, right? And as we grow. We, we grow from children into servants. We become servant. We serve God um, in whatever capacity that he's called us to serve. And at some point in that relationship with him, we grow to a point of intimacy, whereas we're no longer just children, we're no longer just servants, we're friends now. Like, mm-hmm. like I know you, you know me. We're one big, happy family. Like, we're, we're friends now, right? It's like, I love you, and I know you love me. And like, there's, there's this friendship that comes with God and, and even, I know we're talking about friendships in the natural, mm-hmm. but if you can't develop a friendship with God in the spiritual and just in, in that relationship, um, it's going to be very hard to have a relationship with anyone on earth because the relationships that we have on the earth are to reflect the relationship that we have with God. And if there's something wrong, if there's, if there's not a connection there, there's no wonder that your friendships are going to hell in a handbasket mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you don't have a relationship with Christ. And you might hear that and say, what does the relationship with God have to do with my friendships? He brings people into your life for a reason. Mm-hmm. I can tell you, a shadow of a doubt, Clea is in my life for <laughs> a very important reason, right? And so so is it with I and hers. And, there's, and I'm in my husband's life, obviously, for a reason. He is in mine for a reason, right? Every friendship that I've cultivated has been for a reason. Um, and I love just seeing how God orchestrates things. I call it orchestrate because he's like a big conductor. He just orchestrates everything in our lives and he puts things in place um for a reason. And so if your friends aren't pushing you forward, if you don't if you if you haven't grown in your in your friendship in literally like the last year or two, you might not be in the right friendship. Especially in the times in which we're living in. Um things are gonna get worse and they're getting worse. They're getting bad, right? And if you're not walking in the purpose that God has called you to now, it's gonna be really hard to do it later. So I, I say, I say without a shadow of a doubt, make sure you have people around you who will push you to your purpose, that will pray for you and pray with you, um, that will tell you when you're wrong, that will hold you accountable um, to the things that you said you're going to be when you're going to do them. Because procrastination used to be. We were not friends, <laughs> and so I think sometimes we can we can just want these people around us that keep us comfortable. There it is, Lord. We can't stay comfortable in friendships that are holding us back or keeping us down. Yes, it's going to be uncomfortable to have people around you that are going to like step on your toes and talk about stuff you don't really want to talk about. But it's important. It's for your good. It's for your making. So yeah, definitely. Develop friendships with people that are going to push you um, into into the promise that God has called you to, to the purpose that God has called you to. Um, yeah, get some good friends. And if you feel like you're alone and it's just you and God right now, and you don't you don't really want friends, um, y'all y'all gonna get me to preaching. <laughs> you know, we with teaching, right? Because in in a sense, if if you feel that way, you have to ask, okay, Lord, what is it about me? That, that is making me feel like friendship isn't necessary. 
Right, and he was the only one. And he was the only one. Yeah. Right, and like, he, even, even, at the, even at the table, like he knew. And and then I, I I said this the other day, um, in one of our one of our meetings that we had, it was almost like Jesus told John, who would betray him. But but you gotta have a friend that's loyal because John ain't saying nothing to nobody else. <laughs> Did John tell any of the other disciples? Hey, yo, bro, Jesus, Jesus told me that it's the one that sucked in the that 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 like sucks with him in the in in the dish. He he didn't want to betray him. John ain't saying a mumbling word. He sat there because he was loyal enough, and Jesus trusted him enough to tell him that. That's a whole wow. That's a whole other story in itself. But in, in all sense, right, you want to have those people in your corner um, that are going to just keep you accountable, push you to purpose, and who really just love you and who will pray for you and will hold you up when you are down because, man, I've had some down moments. But, yeah, I've had some. If you see, y'all can't see it because, bro, <laughs> I even just walked past. Left. But yeah, so I, I would say without a shadow of a doubt, have people in your corner who love you um, and, and who will make you uncomfortable um, for reasons um, that, that are growing you. Yeah, so that was long. But yeah, <laughs> that's not that's not short. None of our relationships are going to be short. So that's no, that's true because it leads directly into the next level of relationship. And we just like, it's clearly, you know, at the time we record this, it's like the just days after Valentine's weekend, but still like if your relationship with God isn't like on point, like Christian said, then it's going to be really difficult to like forge other relationships and you know this is the part that i really was like super super excited to get into because um there's a little thing on on christian's finger and it's very sparkly it is uh it's her it's her wedding ring and um yeah that is 100% a, an amazing thing and it's also like a big topic of discussion on the podcast just like dating relationships marriage etc cetera, etc cetera. a lot of people have been getting engaged recently um lots of relationships have been going strong and it's just been really really interesting to see you know where where we are now in um just in that sense and it's just like wow um so this next question y'all get ready get ready this is gonna be the real story time because <laughs> it was one th it's one thing to have a girlfriend it's another thing 
to have, you know, a man in your life after already having the the top man in your life being God. And then on top of having a dad in your life as the first male figure that you're introduced to. And then she says she met her husband at college. I was like, Oop. College, but then Nelson had to go. Then, but then Nelson had to go through Christian. Nelson had to go through Christian. I'm not my bad. Nelson had to go through Kalia. Then Nelson had to go through her dad, her mom, her brother, her brothers. Y'all, she has brothers. I bet that was not easy. But um, the point that I'm trying to make is, she's married, happily married. It's been a lit, you know year slash two years slash etc cetera, etc cetera. so like talk to the women listening right now who may not be married yet but like they're either courting dating awaiting their wedding day tell us about your wedding day tell us about you know how it how how it's all been since you know what's nelson really like you know i know y'all you're like don't be ousting the man's name on the podcast but i know them personally so you know, this is y'all, you know, getting to know them from, from, from afar. So, yeah. So, I'm really grateful that you asked the question. I was like, ooh, Lord, the story. The story, I get down. So, honestly, um, this was when I was 15, right? So, I was 15. Mm. And I didn't, yeah, so I didn't know. The story started to 15, y'all. I was 15, and I really didn't know what, what I was doing um, in terms of, like, you know, I didn't. How do I put this? I had just gotten saved, right? But I knew um, that my my love for God was real, my relationship for God was real, right? And so I remember I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, because I had been in a few, I, I put that in air quotes, relationships. Um, I was I was a kid, 13, 14 years old, right? So I think I was about, actually, no, I think I was maybe was like 17, 16, 17, mm-hmm. not 15, but like 16, 17, around that age range. Um, I remember vividly, again, sitting down by um, my bed, and I just had like my my hands in my lap, and I think I was writing in my pad, in my pad or something, and I was just like, Lord, um, I'm not dating anyone unless you send them. Like I I I want. <laughs> I was just had just got out of like a really horrible relationship, I think so, and I was just like, Lord, I'm tired. Okay. Mm. I can't. Mm. I, I can't. And you some more. You know, I was just like, Lord, I one, I want to give, I give my life. Like, I want to give you my life, right? But at the same time, I want to, but I say, I want um, the next person you send to me, I want him to be the one. Mm-hmm. The next person mm-hmm. that you bring into my life, I, I need him to to be who, who that's going to be. And I don't care how long it takes. I don't care if I'm single for the rest of my life. One, it's just me and you. But at the same time, whoever you send to my life, he, he got to be from you, just to be for me. Like I had a whole, <laughs> and it wasn't. It wasn't like the checklist of like he has to be this tall. I was about to say, oh snap! It wasn't. It wasn't that checklist, right? But it was like, Lord, I need him to be kind, mm. to know how to love me the way that you love me. Like I had all those ideas, right? I even wrote a poem about it. Oh, dear future husband, I might post it sometime. But yeah, it was really beautiful. Um, and so what's really crazy to me is that. Even in my naivety, I didn't know all that I was talking about. I was, I was 17, by the way, right? So 
I go off to school, and I honestly, I tell you 100%, I was not expecting to meet my husband. So this had to be, I was 18 at this time, this had to be, we met, we know the exact date, we met September 11th, 2012. Um, Dang. And so what happened was, mm-hmm, we, it's almost 10 years. She yeah. met, they met on, they met on 9-11, y'all. Oof. 9-11, yeah. At first, we were like, wow, that's a real weird date. But then it was like, oh, man. Okay, right? Um, We met on 9-11, and <clears throat> he he was, he had one apology contest that, um, that day. He had one apology contest, and he was, he had, he was set to, um you know, speak um at, like, this little event that they had celebrating mm. him for winning the poetry contest. Not this time. Although I still am. I love poetry. I, I love to write. I, I'm, I'm very creative. Um, and so poetry was like my first love at that time. Like me and poetry, Shriver's role, like every, everything about poetry was me. Spoken word, that was it. Urban word, all that good stuff. And so I was like, okay, who is this? And why is he being celebrated for poetry? And if this is an open mic, let me know because I have some like shut away in a bowl. Like I'm ready to speak. I'm ready to spit, right? So I was like really excited. And so I'm walking up the steps of this big library at um at Buffalo State. I think it's called Pierce Butler. Um I'm walking up the steps and I definitely hear I remember hearing <laughs> I remember hearing giving me like, oh you're gonna you're gonna meet your husband. I'm just like what? <laughs> Sorry. Did you say more? He's like, yeah, you're meeting your husband. I'm just like, I brushed it off. Cause, and I, I, <laughs> like, I heard the words of Laura and I said, bye, what you mean? I'm about to be I walk up the stairs and I see this little stair and he's going to laugh. Oh, he's going to get mad. He's like, so funny. I see this little, little nerdy looking glasses wearing <laughs> hair. His hair, his hair was like, like a little uh one of those little mushrooms I was like, oh, oh no like this is a like And I'm leaving. I'm literally leaving. 
And he comes over to me, he taps on my shoulder. And he's like, hey, I loved your poetry. I was like, thank you. I'm like, duh. Thank you, whatever, right? And so he's like, he's like, I love your poetry. He's like, um, I would love for us to like get together and like get some poetry and like for you to help me with my poetry, poetry right? I was ah! in my head. This is in my right. Mind you, Thor had told me I was going to be my husband. This was, none of that was registering at this point because I was like, I just killed it. Like I just I killed the game. Like, what do you mean? So the husband thing was not even in my brain right now. So I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm hearing him, and I'm just like, he don't. Oh, he, he just saw my number. Mm. And I was like, let me give it to him. So I gave him my number and he texted me that night and the rest was literally history. Um, yeah, and so it's it's been a while. <laughs> I remember one of our like first for okay. So at this time we both met um at Buff State, right? So he's from the Bronx. So tell you all day, boogie down, BX to the best one, right? He's from the Bronx. Um, and Potchester to be exact. Um, and he, he, he was living there with his family. I was back mm-hmm. in the States to my family so for a very long time after <clears throat> things never got a state for me. <laughs> Mind you, I always thought, I think that was the only reason, only reason the Lord put me in that school. Mm-hmm. Um, one, to like meet all the people I met, but also to meet my husband. Um, so... Things didn't really work out for me there. So I went back to Syracuse. He is still in Buffalo, but he was living in the Bronx mm-hmm. for, I would say, four or five years. We were very long distance. We would go back and forth seeing each other all the time. So he came mm-hmm. up for my birthday. I would go down there all the time, like wow. every holiday. I would go to Jersey. So, like, Greyhound. Greyhound, great, great, Greyhound just sponsor our love too because Greyhound and Megabus. Oh God! Although I also have to Megabus, I did Greyhound all the time though. Oh, the amount of money <laughs> Greyhound got out of us. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, but it, it was all—it's it's all for like one, the glory of God, right? Which is even in the sense that if I can be honest here, um, everything wasn't done perfectly. Like we had our moment. We still have our moments. We marry now, like you know. But um, it's it's wonderful to see the maturity, how how God matures people. Because I was like eighteen, and he's probably like twenty one. Like now I'm twenty six, and he's like twenty. Like we're we're we've grown, um, and kind of like grew up together. It's beautiful to see. But um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in that, you know, you have to always, as you were asking me, like you know, like talk. To, to the young ladies who don't who don't have a significant other, who, <clears throat> especially now with Valentine's Day ending, and I'm gonna love myself single, single, right? Which is great. Like I loved, okay, one hundred percent. I love my. I did love my single season. Let me put it this way: because when you're not engaged, you're single. If you're not married, you're single. Yeah, I said it. So in, in this sense, you know, I think sometimes we can like, oh, well, you know, I'm not single anymore. I have a boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice <laughs> relationship. <laughs> but there's no ring on her finger. Where is the commitment? And that's mm. it. This is, okay, let me tell you how I knew. This is when I knew I was going to marry Nelson. This is, <laughs> this is when I knew. I was like, yep, yep. 
He's the one. He's the one. I'm, I'm forgetting. I don't even think, I don't know if it was Valentine's Day or if it was just, I think it was just a regular day. Um, we were in school, we were at, at campus, and he goes, I got you something. I'm just like, what did you get me? And it was, um, it was a ring. It was like a, it was a cute little ring. It was small, it had like a little, little mini for diamond. It was cute, it was sweet, it was really sweet. And he goes, He's like, I'm like, what is this? Like, we, we, at this point, we're probably dating for a couple of months. I'm like, what is this? He's like, ladies, hear me. Hear me. When you pray to the Lord about somebody, he hears you. He hears your cry. <laughs> and like, he goes, here goes nothing. He's like, it's commitment ring. I'm like. He got you a promise ring? I'm like, no. No, 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 no. He didn't get me a promise ring. He got me a commitment ring. There, two different things. Here's the thing. I'm don't laugh at me, but I'm so serious. This is what and that's what got me because I'm like, oh, it's a promise ring. Keep in the middle. I'm not promising you anything. Promises can be broken. I'm committed to you. I was like, you know what? Jesus, Jesus, right? I was like, oh, oh Lord. So this how we do. When, and that's when I knew, I'm like, okay, one, I'm going to marry this man. Two, this man is serious. Like, he, like he's serious about this. Like, no one does that. <laughs> like, the relationships that I had had prior, like, I knew they were, I knew they were going nowhere, right? Mm. Um, but when I met this man, one, he, he treated me with delicacy. Ooh. Hear me. Like it was delicate. Like he treated me like I was like royalty. Small hmm. little like royalty, right? Yeah, like royalty. Like I had a crown on my head. And to to give and it's not it's not even about the gift, it's the fact that it was it was the intention behind it. It was the intentionality that said, I'm committing myself to you. And only you're you I am committed to courting you until we get married. I'm just like you use the one, <laughs> use the husband, and it was like, ding, 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 ding. right? Like the Lord was just like, duh, I told you. God, oh God, oh God. Um, but and and even in that, right? It's it's it has a lot even more so to do with allowing man to pursue. Mm -hmm. I am one who's very for traditional. Um, marriage roles, traditional. That's right. Roles and That's right. Very much so. I'm, I'm so for that because I believe that God created us, us for a reason um, as women and as men. And yes, women are to lead. We can lead. We can be power boss, girl bosses. And I strongly that them. I believe I am a girl boss. I call myself that all the time. Um, I'm a leader in my field. I, I just love doing that, right? But at the same time, when I come home, I'm not about to like girl boss my husband. Like, <laughs> like he's my husband. He's he's the head. And sometimes I can get let's let's be honest. I can get a little rowdy. He he brings me back down stars. I'm just like, oh, you right. <laughs> you right. You right. You right. Um, and it's it's not out of a place of and, and I want to say this because we can hear the term submission and it can get very mm -hmm. cringy, right? Mm -hmm. It's not out of a place of like dominance. Is out of a place of respect and honor. I honor you enough to tell you that you're wrong in this. 
start your own podcast if you do great i'm here for it but you may ask how do you do it well that's the easy part you first have to come up with the vision and plans for your show including a name episode count and main objective secondly 
you'll need to come up with topics that will catch your listeners' attention and keep them interested. The final thing you'll need is a hosting platform. That's where Anchor comes in. It's free to download. You can make money from your show with no minimum listenership. Record using your iPhone, iPad, or MacBook. And there are many more tools Anchor provides that you can take advantage of in order to create freely. No studio or expensive equipment needed. So if you're interested in getting your show off the ground, go to www.anchor.fm backslash start to get started with your amazing new unique show. I can't wait to hear what you'll come up with. ironic that you mentioned proverbs 3 5 and 6 like y'all you know going back and this this is exactly where we're going to end it too going back to christians sitting there you know at the table with with kalia and she's asking like what your vision is and then you know god just slid women of royalty into her heart that day. Yep. And then I was just like, huh. That was Christian's that was Christian's Proverbs 3 moment where she just wrote women are royalty. Mm. Y'all, she wrote women are royalty like on the tablet of her heart and I was like wow like ironic again how just she we're ending off with Proverbs 3 5 and 6 to go into the final segment of the show like mm, women are royalties now an LLC uh, it's a podcast it's an interview style show where she, as you heard earlier, you know, talks about, you know, real convos with real women who walk according to a royal standard. Um, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a king, so I have to support the, the, the royalty show. Um, and her signature question, y'all, this is how you know I am like a diehard like listener of the show, how I'm always checking oh, Apple podcasts every week, waiting for the episode to download into my, uh, into my list. So I can click that joint and be like, all right, let's, let's listen to Christian for the week. It's she's literally in my weekly routine, y'all like my oh, weekly podcast routine, but like y'all her signature question for all of her guests is what comes to mind when you think of the term Royal women. And I'm just like, Okay, I see you. But no, seriously, like, tell us about, just tell us about Women of Royalty to just end off the show. Um, you know, when did you actually, did you actually start the podcast after your husband bought the mic for you? When did you decide to, you know, do the interview style? How'd you find your guests? How'd you come up with the whole royal woman question? You know, 
X, Y, and Z, you know, the whole nine yards. Because, y'all, they done crossed over into a thousand plays. The show is the show is barreling to six, seven months, not even a year, and they're skyrocketing. No, maybe like She said her Wi-Fi sucks. She started sliding into DMs. I was so excited. 
Um, I just I see what the Lord is doing through Rumor Abrel to eat the podcast, and I, I He's really just pushed me to do more with it um, in terms of it being a ministry. Um, mm. It is not yet, you know, LT, but it will soon be. Okay, <laughs> okay. But um, it is really soon. Um, but I, I'm just really excited to see what God is doing. I, it's really funny that you're asking me this because I literally just just um, announced that women are royalty. So you were talking about Clubhouse earlier. We would have our Clubhouse Wednesdays, women are royalty Wednesdays on Clubhouse. And we would um, just, I, I like having that. Um, it's happening tomorrow. tomorrow. <clears throat> yeah. So here's, 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 here's what's going on. So this is what the Lord has given me. I liked Clubhouse. I liked getting that kind of like talkative, um, reactive um, content there on Clubhouse. But I couldn't stay consistent with it. Something about it, I just, I didn't like the the aspect of Clubhouse. It wasn't as private for me as uh-uh. Because with the Lord is kind of like pulling me to, you know, you know where I'm going. With the Lord is kind of pulling me to, it's kind of like a group setting of like having a, a what's the word, for, a private kind of like set mm-hmm. group of women, mm-hmm. right? Like pouring to. Um, and so I've, he's kind of like pushed me to do Women of Royalty via Zoom. So Women of Royalty Wednesdays is happening tomorrow. And as of as of this podcast recording, it will be happening tomorrow, Wednesday, the seventeenth, at five p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You won't hear this till like the twenty-eighth, but <laughs> it will be. So actually, as of when you hear this podcast, um, when our royalty Wednesdays will be March first, Wednesday, um, at five p.m. Eastern Standard Time via Zoom. You will find the meeting ID and the passcode on my Instagram at Christian C. Toronto. And I'm really excited to just, you know, bring forth this vision. It's really, it really feels like a baby every time. Like every time you push out something that the Lord has given you, it feels like you're pushing out a baby. And it's like, Lord, don't let my baby die. He's like, I won't if you allow me to, to work with you. He's almost like a doula <laughs> for the baby that he's birthing me up. Right. And so, um, yeah, I'm just really grateful to God for women of royalty. I oftentimes just like I ask him like why would why did you give me this this ministry? Um and it's it's really an honor, it's a privilege, really, whenever the Lord entrusts you with something that's going to help his people. And so I'm really grateful for that and to be able to do that. So yeah, um it's it's scary, it's nerve-wracking sometimes, but when, when you're doing what God's called you to do, it's worth it. It's totally worth it. Like y'all heard that y'all heard that he gave her a baby so adorable and she already has babies that she teaches for a living so adorable and they're exp- and they're and they're now expecting a baby i'm just kidding i'm just kidding <laughs> We manifesting that for that's next, y'all. We manifesting that. Listen, if I can tell you how many times I've had people say, Oh, you're having a bit. <laughs> <laughs> 
our parents would would really love that to be like anytime soon. Like they're literally looking at their watches probably right now. Like anytime soon will be really perfect. <laughs> but yeah, so it's whenever the Lord decides to give us children. But no, seriously. Hey, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. But no, y'all, seriously, like, I've loved, like, listening into the show, the, the, the amount of guests that, now, I've helped Christian with some of these. I've gotten her some of these guests, you know. He has gotten to, Nate, Nate was like, I have to, I have to promote myself on here. You can't just say, it, it was, it was me, he was like, oh, yeah. Nate has really helped me get some amazing guests on my podcast, too. So I thank you, bro. Thank You're you. welcome. Yeah. Um. So since we are finishing out talking about the show, where can everybody find the show? Where can everybody follow you on social media? Oh, and the most important question, or at least the question that I really wanted to ask, um, out of the, what, hundreds of episodes that are probably up by now? Hundreds. A good couple. A good couple, like we're like Twenty-four episodes, and she's already in the third season, and there's still like a good chunk of the year left. Like, who knows how many seasons of the show she'll have by the time we get to December, y'all? Like, <laughs> woo! And then, um, <laughs> is there anybody so far that you've interviewed that's just been like, "Wow!" Like, I can't believe God made that work out. Like. Because I know as a podcaster, you have those guests that you appreciate every guest, but at the same time, yeah. it's like they're those guests that you're just like, I am so psyched that I got this person on my show. You'll never believe who it is. So, <clears throat> so, so as of right now, um, of all the guests I'm currently um had i would honestly have to say maybe it's out of two kirsten jordan um alexandria j she's awesome she's a makeup artist she loves the lord she's a great singer um and i would have to say morgan tracy j was another one that i was just like lord what because i i was a huge follower i've been a huge follower of the youtube channel for a very long time so i was really excited to have her on the podcast but like one guest that I had included as of recent, um, like January 29th, um, well not 29th, this was like last year, like the end of January. Mm-hmm. Um, first, the first week of February, my guest, Emerald Walker, mm. who is a dance minister. She um, she teaches dance. She has a book um, called Dear Dance Minister or Dear Minister of Dance. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is awesome. And that, that episode right there, hit differently because after that episode ended, Emerald decided to prophesy into my life and I had a whole had a whole moment with Jesus after, after we finished the episode. I wasn't ready. I, I promise you I got on this episode not prepared for you mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um during that during that uh that that 
that recording, but it was it was so necessary uh, for me in particular. And Tara Lynn, my newest, the newest episode of the Women Royalty podcast that just dropped literally four days ago. Mm. Um, or three days ago. Mm-hmm. Today is 16th. Yeah, mm-hmm. On the 12th. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. My episode with Tara Lynn, Lynn St. Ellen, um, who is the amazing author behind, uh, behind word? Give it to me. The word is there. It's all the crowns in my head. Uh, <laughs> it's coming, y'all. It's coming. It is coming. It is. Claim your crown. There we go. Claim your crown. Um, the amazing author behind Claim Your Crown. She is awesome. She hosts her own podcast called Dress for Battle. Mm. Um, yeah, it's it's she she's awesome. So that was that was another one for me that was like, oh man. But I have to tell you, Friday. Not this Friday. Next Friday. You're not gonna be ready. Oh, I promise boy. you, you're not ready. Okay. To have it Friday. I can't even tell you it's gonna be on podcast. Just just when it comes out. Pop everything and run and lodge it. I just, I just want you to know it's next Friday is my one. <laughs> okay. Next Friday is the one. So you're, so you release, so you release every, every other Friday now. Yeah. No, 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 no. We have, we have a new episode coming this Friday. I'm actually recording in like thirty minutes with my. Okay. <laughs> well, so tell the people, Friday. tell the people where they can find the show, and then we can get you onto your recording. Uh-huh. Christian out of here so she can record with her actual guest for her show. So, um, but thank you for all the life tips and for closing out the season and everything. You are absolutely um, welcome. I'm so, I'm so grateful to just have been on. Nate, I'm thankful to be on your podcast. I'm really proud of you. You've grown so much. And I love to see just all the life tips is doing what life tips is um, becoming. And yeah. You guys continue to support my friend. (laughs) (laughs) And I will catch you guys in the next Life Tips episode. Mm -hmm. Bye. If you want to follow Life Tips on social media, we have a Facebook account and a Twitter account. Both at Life Tips Podcast. If you would like to follow me on social media, you can find me on Instagram at Nate underscore the underscore speaker or underscore orator Nate. Or you can follow me on Facebook at 
the wise orator, or you can follow me on Twitter at auth underscore gen underscore person. That's it for this episode. See you next week.